Hi, my name's Sean Taylor. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. And this week, we are discussing who'd be the best avatar. So, not somebody that already is the avatar. <laughs> just who would be the best avatar. And we have each compiled uh, our top five choices. I would presume there'll be some overlap. And, you know, I don't want to introduce this. Chris, you introduce this. I got to finish taking these last minute notes I'm writing down. <laughs> yeah, so I just had a random thought to myself. Like, ooh, this person would have made a great avatar. So don't think about, like, the context behind it. Don't think about how it would logically fit into the nations, into the psych avatar cycle, any of that. Just which characters do we think would have been a great avatar had they been not chosen because the avatar is not chosen, had they had an opportunity to be the avatar, one way or the other. Don't get to think about the logistics of it, like, oh, well, Robert comes out of court then goes into this person and fuses there. Don't get to worry about all that. Just think, who is the best? Who, What non-avatar would have been the best avatar? So we have our five choices. We'll go, I'll go my top, my Fifth pick, and then Sean with his fifth pick, and then fourth pick, fourth pick, third pick, third pick, second pick, like whatever, whatever. I will say that I took the term best, not necessarily in quality of avatar that they would have been, so much as people that I would want to see be the avatar. That's that's fair, too. Excellent. I don't know if best is a good term for some of these people that are making this, this questionable list. <laughs> What's going on right here? <laughs> I'm right. now very curious to see. So just, just know that we went a little bit too different fast, possibly. I went with who would have been, like, good avatars. Okay. Uh, and As in, what? like, keeping balance in the world and, and that uh, stuff. Oh, God. Okay. Well. You don't know. Just keep yours how you want it. No, who, I was going to say, it's too late about? to change it. It's not that I misinterpreted it. It's that I should have used my brain and interpreted <laughs> it correctly. But, um... It's too late. I just thought it was like, hey, who would be very interesting from a, a character perspective as the avatar? That's very so true. not just a silly way, but like whose character would make an interesting avatar? Mm -hmm. That's how I went. Do you want to uh, go first? I'll get started. Yeah, yeah. I'll get started. My number Please. five, probably my most controversial pick of it all. Interesting enough, people thought this person was the avatar at one point, but he turned out to be kind of a a killer and and things like that, but it is Yoon from uh, from the Kyoshi novels. Be, you know, before he wasn't outed as not being Avatar, he was on the pathway to being a great. Everyone spoke very highly of him. He was very esteemed, very uh, achieved. He was a great fighter. He studied a lot. He was a scholar. He had diplomacy. And I don't think there would have been any type of uh, incident that would lead him down the dark path that he went down eventually. So with that being said, I think if he actually was Avatar, he probably would have turned out to be a pretty good one. They could have handled the different nuances of the world. He would have been much different than uh, than what was perceived of Avatar Korok. Um, like he was groomed to be the Avatar, to be a great one from early on. He would have been like a uh, like the prototype Avatar instead of your correct Avatar, your your Aang, right? He would yeah. have been like, this is what the Avatar is supposed to be like. Yeah. Good choice. I didn't think about the books at all, Chris, to be honest. I was just thinking a TV show. I'm glad that you did. Another thing that's going to keep our list different. My number five is um, 
dictator avatar Lin Beifong. <laughs> Ooh, uh, that's nice. Let's, okay. Let's get an avatar who listen, Kyoshi kills people. Uh Yang Chen <laughs> probably kills people. You know who would who else would kill people is Lin Beifong. <laughs> she would be Oh man. I struggled between one or the other. I was like her or Kuvira. I just want one or the other at the number five spot to be this, um, this sort of dictatorial extremism. Um, what do you call it? Lawful, lawful good avatar. And so one of those Mm. two, take your pick. I'm going to say Lynn, but you could convince me either one would be an incredible story. I don't know how they're going to grow grow Uh, past their shortcomings. And be good avatars and not horrible monsters, but um, you know, good writing finds a way. That'll be really interesting. Just Toph daughter being the avatar. That's that's an interesting uh, take. I think she would be pretty good. Um, she would. Lynn's great. Like she's a freaking you know person for justice. You know, she's uh, a cop in Republic City, um, and uh, yeah. I think that's a good choice. The horror story version of Avatar, the dystopian universe version of the story. No. Uh, My number four is Boomy, uh, the second Boomy, Aang's son, Boomy. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, Yeah. He's already very spiritual, enlightened, and he has this sort of, I don't want to say, aloofness, not the word, aloofness sounds too negative. But let's go with the flow attitude that I don't think he gets too weighed down by things. I think he understands the everyman and he would understand being, uh, you know, being the avatar because his dad was the avatar. It'd be interesting because actually he'll be probably a much different character than what he is. Because in this, I know we said we didn't have to come up with stuff, but in this case, he, you know, he, uh, he'll probably die right when he's born. That's an interesting storyline. Um, of like your father was the avatar and it would make sense he's half water nations and you can you know avatars can be half of one nation half the other as long as one of those is the nets in the cycle so that would be interesting story-wise but i still think he would you know your personality is part nature part nurture so i think he would still retain some of that uh boomy charm in him oh and like a boomy who's like crazy uh, avatar who's like crazy like no king boomy that's interesting Chris. He's just like not trying to be like politically correct or anything like that. It's uh, incredible. not trying to appease people. No, I picked Boomy. Old first Boomy is my number four pick, and it's incredible if you think about. First of all, how that's the same right as Boomy is Boomy. I get it right. Yeah. But second of all, they would be they have similar personalities, but they would be different avatars because you just talked about Boomy. Uh, Boomy the second is going to be this kind of John Everyman Boomy, right? That that. Uh, mm-hmm. That that kind of avatar, Boomy the first is a king of a powerful city, right? And he's also an insane person. Both of them kind of insane, but one of them is an insane person in a position of power. And there's just something about that balance that that appeals to me. In not quite to the extent of being the last Airbender, but like the conflict of like trying to be this good king of this city, but also the avatar of the yeah. world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. uh, yeah, my number four pick is, is Boomy the first. No, I really like that. Nice um, segue, by the way. Being, yeah. Uh, you know, being the, the king of Amashu, how does that, that weigh on him? Um, yeah, Boomy being out, I would be like, imagine him 
in like a final boss fight, and it's just him versus whoever the big bad is of, the, of that time. That would just be really interesting to, to see how he fights. Um, I'm sure he would be element. distinct, to <laughs> say the least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, oh yeah. My number my, three. Number three. My, you Here's go number good. three. Yes. My number three. Okay. I said Zhang Zhang, and less about Zhang Zhang's mm. character and more about the idea of having this like hermit firebender avatar because then you get that same vibe of like we don't know where the avatar is and it's just this <laughs> old man who lives out in the woods. <laughs> yeah, but then when you actually meet Zhang Zhang and you run into him and you could see how like. Him bearing the burden of being the Avatar. Like, he, he currently doesn't really use his powers or abilities for, you know, he, he I don't know how to say it. He isn't the white I lotus, feel like. But it's not like he's using his powers or abilities for good. Like, he's kind of a hermit. And that could create an interesting story at the end of his life. Like, does he come out and be a good Avatar when the world is really in danger? Yeah, you know what's interesting is that he is scared. Not scared. He is hesitant to firebend because of its destructive power. Yeah. I feel like the first time he uses the avatar state, he does something destructive and he is almost Terrified. hesitant to go to that. Yeah. He's like, this is the most how the how the heck is a person supposed to have all this power and nobody deserves this much power. <laughs> if I go yeah, away exactly. and I live to be a hundred years old so that the next avatar is not born and maybe people forget about it and maybe that's the best way to get like mm-hmm. to get rid of this thing, it, it's, yeah. Well, he's I don't on, have a ton of character to work off of, but it seemed like an no, interesting he's, premise. He, no, no, like he's almost like the world would be better without an avatar. Like Kinda, not yeah. one person, not not let alone one nation shouldn't have as much power. Let alone just one individual person. Let and then the story, high-ranking yes. general fire nation. Avatar. And then the story arc, I think there is that you know you, you he comes to the sense of when you know Spider Man thing when you have great power you have great responsibility and that gets him out of his uh, of his um, it of takes his threats, him about hundred his... years longer than it takes Peter Parker but it gets there and that's the part we watch yeah that's my number so, three. I like I like I like that bit. Uh, my number three is like probably everyone. If we had a list, it would be on a lot of people's uh, lists. And my number three is Katara. Um, Katara is like, you know, she's one of the best waterbending fighters. A lot of people have this fan theory of if Aang didn't run away um, and if he died at whatever normal age, that Katara would have been the Avatar. And then I'm like, well, that's like a different character because she wouldn't be the reincarnation of Aang. Um, but it's whatever. It's a fine enough theory. Um, <laughs> final thought. Um, but she would be a great avatar. Like she, she's not the most spiritual person, but being the avatar that you automatically get some spiritual <laughs> awareness and uh, and powers there. Um, she is you know very gifted. She again, I go back to this. Her, my favorite quote. I wonder if it's one of my top quotes of the whole series. Is that you know she's talking to it's the pain lady episode. And Sokka's trying to convince her, like, you need to leave these people alone. Like, you're, you're doing more harm than good. Like, and she yells at him, like, I will never, ever turn my back on people who need me. That's an Avatar quote, if there ever was one. And that is, that quote epitomizes Katara as a character. 
She never Qatar. The thing about Qatar is that she never loses hope, and that's also a very good trait to have as the Avatar. That's truly like that's a this that's the right definition of like best Avatar. Like this is an Avatar who's gonna absolutely die trying to fix the world. Um, yeah. Like if her biggest weakness is her naivete, then she's mm. gonna be like, "Fine, that's how I go out." That's yeah, yeah. Hard. it's hard to top that, honestly. That being said, I don't have her on my list because I didn't approach it like a normal person. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> great, great pick, Chris. Uh, great pick. Number two. Do you want to go well, first? You want me to number two. I'll go. Number two. This person will also probably be on a lot of people's lists, and that is Uncle Iroh. Like, come on. It's it's Iroh. And then you you, you have a... Iroh's probably... The most one of the most spiritual people in the world. Uh, it'll be a really interesting thing for him to go from the Fire Nation prince to being the Avatar. They would have found out that he was the Avatar, but they would have like really corrupted him, like to be like, you got just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it'll be an interesting story of him realizing pretty much the story he went on of like, like we are not the best. Like this, you know. He he comes to this terms of like nationalism is terrible. Like we gotta draw wisdom from all over. He would never go on the man. They would probably bring in. Would they kidnap people to teach him different bending? Because they would want him to know it. Because it makes him more powerful. They would probably, or maybe just pay like, someone. Just pay him a lot, right? Like hey, uh, inter. What do you call it? International. Goodwill, come teach our avatar how to waterbend. Yeah. Maybe do that before you kill the airbenders, bring somebody in, you know what I mean? <laughs> do that beforehand. <laughs> Just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, even Kyoshi learned a little bit of airbending, uh, you know, without having an airbending teacher. Oh, that was a great moment. Oh, man. Yeah. Moment in the book. Do you remember that? That's beautiful. Uh, it was like, yeah, her and Rangi was like, you know, in my head, I was imagining uh, the forest in the, during like the fall. It's like her getting in touch with her, with her parents, too. And that was, that was yeah. beautiful. Um, uh, I really need to go back and re-listen to the audiobook. I need to do that. I've been meaning to do that for a while now. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so Iroh would deal with just this huge pressure of being the prince of the Fire Nation and the heir to the throne, but also the avatar. Um, how does he get over his prejudices that is just enshrined in that's the word ingrained in him? Um, so it'll be a great arc, pretty much similar to what he has now. And it'll probably end with a huge duel between him and his brother on the day of Black Sun. Not the day of Black Sun, on the Souls' Comet. Yeah. Stellar pick. Uh, my number two, I said Janora. Just thought it'd be really cool to have a hyper spiritual air, uh, air nomad avatar, but like, I must say spiritual to the extreme, like even to an extent that Aang doesn't necessarily touch, right? So, um, I don't know if I have a great direction for that. I was just like, what if, uh, what if the avatar was maybe a little more spirit world than physical world? Uh, yeah. That's that's really all. And plus, I feel like a lot of people like Janora, so if she got a chance to be in the limelight a little longer, that would be all the better. 
Yeah, I'll go ahead and go with my number one, which is Janora. Uh, oh, so no kidding. Nice. <laughs> um, Janora is... I mean, before I was saying that Iroh was... I was, didn't want to spoil my pick, because I was saying Iroh was probably the second most spiritual person, second to Janora. I know it just depends on how you... Like, a, yeah, it sounds like we're crafting like, like a catchy yeah. YouTube title. Like, Iroh is the <laughs> second best avatar. <laughs> most spiritual person. Uh, they both have their... They're both spiritual in different ways. Um, I mean, Iroh was able to reach Nirvana and, and, and become a spirit. It, again, it doesn't get much more spirit than that. But Janora's able to, like, uh, spiritually project her body. She's able to talk to the spirit. That would be a and, really cool little, uh, little avatar trait to have there. <laughs> spiritually project your body all over the place. Yeah. yeah no. Would be. Right. You can solve a lot of problems um, that way, Chris. Right, you could. Pro- she could probably check in on things like yeah, far like, away. Let me jump into this room over here. Hey, don't do that, okay? And then you know, back <laughs> everybody's like, "Hey, it's haunted." The avatar just told us not to do that. She's not even here. Yeah, uh, but she would be great. Janora is a great bender. She's a great leader. Um, she is very ingenuitive with her bending, and she's you know very caring. But she can also be you know a little firm sometimes. Um, I think Nora, that's so the development be... part for her is that she would sort of there can maybe have to overcome a little bit of naivety and develop that firmer side not yeah. necessarily in the way of violence yeah. just as much as like laying the law down somehow it'll be interesting how she would differ from you know we just read the Yang Chen novels how it would be the uh, similar and differences between those two Brian, they, they, you know, they grew up in much different times um, and she's such a, so she's she's far more studious than Yang Chen. Oh man, if she's still, if she, but she's not going to be the like diplomatic tactician in the, no, in the political no. way that Yang Chen is. No, yeah, Yang Chen is over manipulating people. <laughs> so, Yang Chen is the Game uh, of Thrones Ian. I think you made yeah. that comparison one, and that's a very good, yeah. accurate comparison. Uh, but Janora is going to be so in in this case. Uh, she, I think, is going to be her her biggest issue is going to be getting over her studiousness. If she's going to, in this case, she has access to all the past lives. She's going to spend too much time talking to past lives, trying to get all the information she can out of it. And like, she's, she's going, to, I think, that's right going to make her instead of the real yes. one or whatever. Yes. So when it comes to issues or problems, she's going to be indecisive. She's going to be like Chidi from The Good Place. But this is like, I can't make a decision. Like, I got to weigh this option, this option. I got to talk to this avatar. Oh, but it might be better to talk to this avatar. Eventually, she'll get probably to Yang Chen. And Yang Chen will be like, pretty much what she told, I think, Kyoshi. Like, listen, you can talk to all your past lives and then come up with no solution. Like, you have to be the avatar yourself. Uh, so I think that's, that would be her character arc. Be a character I would happily, I would happily watch. Uh, Chris, you can probably guess, although I'm cheating. I'm going to say my number one, I you pick pick the one you want You're, and craft a similar story. But whether it's Zuko or it's Iroh, I want the Ooh. bad avatar, the, the bad person turned good avatar. And I think you can work that with either one. Iroh's, you've got the much bigger, longer scope of being not necessarily a great human for a longer stretch of time uh, or Zuko's. But I want that like anti-hero turned hero avatar with 
two guys that ultimately at the end of their story arcs turned out to be very good people that would probably make stellar avatars. If you twist my arm to it, the first one I wrote, um, I didn't want both of them again for that kind of similar storyline reasons, but the first one I wrote mm-hmm. was, was Zuko. Um, nice. Just, just because I always feel like Iroh maybe wasn't, I don't know how to say, it's like he wasn't as bad or was at least more spiritual earlier on maybe than Zuko was, or maybe that's just recency bias with Zuko being right in front of your face. Um, but also Zuko lives a really long time. So it'd be nice to have another avatar that's ancient. You know, why does, why does Kyoshi get to be the only avatar that lives forever? (laughs) So, uh, yep. Pick which one you want. I want one story arc. That's like that. And that being said, Chris, my, my notable omissions is you could make a fun or entertaining case for like a lot of villains. Um, but mm-hmm. I still want my avatar to turn out to be good in terms of best, in terms of story, whatever. Um, and I'm getting, I'm kind of scratching that itch with like a Zuko or an Iroh pick that is more satisfying to me personally. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, mention uh, Kuvira. Uh, that would be a good little villain pick. Um, and let's see, who else would be a good villain pick? I mean, uh, like you. Come on. Like an Amon or an Unalak yeah. or something like that, uh, that you could be like, well, that'd be really interesting. It's like it would, but I want them to turn out to be good in the story at the end of the story yeah. um, and still have a story. So, uh, yeah. As for Zuko, um, I mean, I think that would be interesting because we do <laughs> we see him as a as an airbender with the Aang's tattoo uh, in a you know, fever dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think it'll be in the Dragon Ball episode. It'll, the... probably, it'll probably be similar to you know to Arrow's story. I wonder what it's not that Azula it's irreplaceable. Dindy... It's just the you know I want that what's like archetype. Is that what I'm that that's I want yeah. that story archetype at least once. Yeah. And even with Lin Beifong oh. up above, who I did pick instead of Kuvir, I don't even quite have that same that same mm-hmm. turn. So. Yeah, probably because Azula. Probably because Kuvira's right until a certain point. Right, and you would presumably uh-huh. say similar about Lin Beifong. It's like they're still they were lawful good. They were just objective dicks about it. Um, the... Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, thing about Zuko, like if Zuko was the Avatar and he was raised, but his dad would probably focus on him more than Azula. Uh, so that would be. I, I try not to think about to that too much. I was like, "What's well? What's his motivation?" Then it's like, I I have no idea. I try not to dwell on yeah. it too much. Well, I think his mom is. You know what? Story is he wise, just, is he just think... chasing the last Airbender because he knows there's one more out there, and they're like, "We gotta get him." You know? I nah, nah, they wouldn't care about that. Because okay. to me, they only care about the last Airbender because it was the Avatar. They were like, "Oh, there's one little Airbender out there." They... Um, in fact, they wouldn't even know. It wasn't um, because of like literal genocide. It's like, no, we can't have any more of those guys walking around. Dang it, we're like the freaking life salt. It only gets ninety nine point nine percent of <laughs> wanna be better than life salt, Mitch. Egg um, is the point one percent. Um oh, that's fantastic. Oh, the the story beat. Uh I think interesting story element for Zuko is that the thing keeping him somewhat good in and making him somewhat of a better avatar is his mother. I think Ozai would see that, and Ozai will, will try to rid him of those attachments, and he will banish her. 
which would uh, kind of go down somewhat of a similar path of him being, of having that hole in his, that void in his life and him trying to find a way to fill it, but not knowing how and being filled with some type of rage. 10 out of 10 would watch. Chris, good topic. Good last minute topic. Thanks for bringing it up. Literal last minute. Um, in the meantime, uh, in my defense, in your defense, I've had it in my head now for like a couple weeks. I think if, I'm glad you do because basically every Thursday before we record, like an hour before, I'm like, "What are we talking about?" <laughs> it's great. It's very professional. Should um, we share with you my list of topics? <laughs> we we should. We're both uh, Gmail users. Uh, we both subscribe to the Googles. Why not use the Sheets? By the way, Sheets. Unless you are a heavy Excel user, which I am. Google Sheets, Google Docs, Google Slides. Go use those services. They are very good. Highly recommend. Chris, let's share a Google Sheet with ideas. And you all contribute to that idea list, please, because we love talking about ideas that you suggest. Thank you all so much. Yeah, any ideas, whether it's yeah. whether it's rankings or what ifs or just discussion things, anything. Um, undisputed topics with Skip and Shannon, whatever you want to throw out. Undisputed. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Throw them, no, throw them out here. Chris, I wish I had, if I wasn't lazy, I would absolutely overlay that instead of our current closing theme. That'd be amazing. And, and the speed, I hate Lil Wayne's voice so bad. It's, he's not my favorite artist. The thing is, sometimes they bring him on the show. Sorry, I know you're trying to close. Sometimes they bring him on the show. Like, what, like recently they're talking about uh, they're talking about Lamar Jackson, and then so Shannon talked for like four minutes, and then you know as Shannon brings a lot of good points, and then you know he was talking about you know his contract and stuff because his contract's up. And he's like, Lil Wayne, what do you think? He's like, right, man, you know, I, you know Lamar's gonna be Lamar, and, you know, he's gonna do, he's gonna have to do that. Thanks, credible source and of football like, information, Lil Wayne. I was like, well, I can't understand anything he's saying, and also, why is he here? Like, I get it. He made the song to the intro. It's actually you know, a decent song, but it's so why it, is he here? It sticks. Um, anyway. Yeah, it's not my favorite moments in, in the show. Fortunately, I don't watch it regularly. I just watch a lot of the clips. Um, Chris, actually, I watch a lot of the clips when I switch over to your profile to upload the videos. It, that's, that's just how I get the highlights. So I don't get a ton of Little Wayne, but every once in a while I do get it, and that's not not ideal. But yeah, no, Chris, I am trying to get out of here. I'm so excited to go to bed. I'm thrilled. Yes. It's oddly just me and like I might even just like leave Charlie down here and see if he doesn't notice me so I can just have the whole bed to myself with no like wiggling or noise. Shot. If I close the door and Charlie wakes up, he'll bark. But if I sneak up uh, without him noticing, maybe he'll stay down here a couple hours. We'll see. He looks pretty passed out. Anyway. All right. Go to bed. Thanks, everybody. It was a lot of fun, as it always is. We will uh, We'll talk to you next week. Right after we finish talking through this outro. Skip, my grandpappy told me, you can trust a man, but you can't, <laughs> you can't leave him at home with your wife. A man is only as good as his opportunities. I wish I had papers to to correct on my desk right now. <laughs> <laughs>